Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building comic stories one page and panel at a time. On this episode, we are going to talk about two projects we are involved with in the creative process with those. We're going to discuss Faith and Forever, written by me, Matt Coon, and Art and Letter by Wilson Gandolfo. We're also going to discuss our story, Wherefore Are You, uh, with a concept by Noah Ray, written by me, Art and Lettering by Noah Ray. Faith and Forever is part of the Why Faith Anthology created by Jack Holder and coming to Indiegogo in April of 2019. Wherefore Art You is part of the My Kingdom for a Panel Anthology created and edited by Sharon and Jen Altrich coming to Kickstarter in the March April timeframe uh, with a date to be announced. This is Matt, and again, I'm joined by my pal Noah. Hey there. So Noah, why don't you uh, kick us off with uh, some first thoughts on For Are You, since you were the one who had the, the concept for it. Yeah, this is an idea I've had in my mind uh, for almost a decade. Um, I just really wanted to tell a Romeo and Juliet story, um, but in but whether that but that involved uh, colonizing a planet in space. So you know, I wanted to include mechs, and I wanted to include a lot of mountains, ranges, and smoke, and machines, and uh, battles on larger sci-fi scale. Uh, to tell Romeo and Juliet. Um, eventually, I'd like to return to this project and tell it uh, on, a, on a larger scale over mm-hmm. a, like a more of a graphic novel length, but this was a great first pass and a great collaborative uh, project. Yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, uh, I, had, uh, I had found the pitch or the, 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 the pitch submissions and I had contacted you and you, you had wrote me back saying, Oh, I already have something for this. Yeah. Um, so you sort of laid out, like you said, those, those concepts that you had, you know, that they were, they were in space, they were mech pilots um, and they were mining for ores. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I took that um, and looked at Romeo and Juliet, which we, we based the story on and sort of um, took a few story beats from, from the story and tried to meld those to, to, the, to the ideas that you had had. So this was the, the first project that we'd ever done that was sort of in, sort of that way where you had the, the idea and, and I sort of flushed it out and then you, you, you got to do the, the art. Yeah, we um and we did a like I think we did a good job following the last act of Romeo and Juliet. Um we skipped the uh the actually we skipped the scene that the title references. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, the balcony scene completely, but um I think it's well represented just in being in the title, but we we did a good I think we did a good job condensing the the large last uh, third of Romeo and Juliet into 10 pages um, with very little dialogue and mostly action. Yeah, um, I would agree. Uh, we definitely um, did pull a lot of beats from that, that last, last third of the story um, uh, for this, but that's, you know, to, to, to fill it with action, that was just sort of the way that uh, we, we needed to do it. I, I, that's the, that's the way I felt. 
I think so too. And I mean, I, I always prefer action to dialogue. And I think it's also sort of ironic with doing something about William Shakespeare when Shakespeare does all dialogue. But people don't realize how much action was in his, or in, was written into his plays as well. So like, you know, if you look at Romeo and Juliet, there are a lot of fight scenes, um, but not on the scale that we're talking about with mechs uh, filling each other with bullets and things like that. Yeah, and one thing that we did do was they don't really interact face-to-face very much. No. Um, uh, you know, much like kids today, these are, these are kids set in a far future, and, um, you know, all of, their com- commu- all of their communication is done, you know, via computer and, and, and texting or whatever technology they, they would have at this point. Um, yeah. So, so that was an interesting interesting way we sort of had to handle handle that yeah it was fun to try to think of like how to build intimacy between two characters that never touch each other Mm -hmm. and you know never not until well even at the end of the story we you know i won't ruin it of course of how we do it uh you know there, there is no and it's uh you know there is no real physical contact but this story is very personal to me because me and my wife um for three years, we were long distance. And, you know, we had, uh, everything was over screens or over the phone um, when we weren't visiting each other. So <laughs> Juliet is heavily based off of my wife because she is available to be my model 24 seven. But also I think it sort of serves as a, it's just a very personal story for me as well. Uh, not because our parents were warring against each other, but because we did have a long distance relationship for a yeah. while. And uh, yeah, this this is sort of, uh, I think it takes the Romeo and Juliet story to a whole other level for me because it would be a nightmare to be long distance for so long and then have a tragic ending, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. And um, I think one thing that I also like about this is um, uh, uh, Juliet is just as much as a as an action hero as as romeo is she's not in this she's not um you know a damsel in distress you know she's she's his equal uh yeah very much i tried to show that through the art as much as possible there was this trying to use the panels to represent the separation between the two Mm -hmm. uh throughout the whole issue so when it's issue when it's there are two pages where Romeo and Juliet are having conversations and it's split three panels on each side of the page. And then um, the rest of it, I tried to do panels separating the two sides, um, whether it was like a nine panel grid or like uh, just three panels, all wide shots to show, talk about separation. And um, I can't remember where I was going with this. Uh, the, but, but also in the, it serves a, diff, a different purpose because I wanted to show how each side is stacked that like for each side, every side of the, of the characters get their own moment in the sun, I guess, you know, there's a, there's a balance to everything. Um, with the exception of the inciting incident, uh, with the, uh, yeah, that's on page, I guess, page four mm-hmm. with the main battle and then page five. Uh, where we go completely with um, Romeo's side of things, but everything else, I tried to make sure that it was even, even across the board, so that we could get, you know, like, so it could be like how Romeo and Juliet actually is, you know, where they're they're split screen time, or I guess stage time, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I never, I never noticed that the, the 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 positioning of the characters to to show the distance until you just you just brought that up. But but I can see that now. Yeah, I try to do it across the whole book. Uh, I try to do it, yeah, from like the first page on. Just talk about separation between the two because I think that's something. I think that's something that's obvious to say that that's something that's very clear in the book as a theme. You know, the separation, and in every adaptation, there's that as well. Um, we don't color this, but like, you know, I think a big part of the, every adaptation of Romeo and Juliet is the colors, but here we knew we were doing this in black and white. So I was using the panels to show the separation and the distinguishing factors. Also the design of the, uh, of each side as well. They're, they're not all the same. So, you know, even though all the robots on each side, all the mechs on each side look the same, you know, which side is which. And uh, that's something that I wanted to make clear throughout the whole, the whole issue. Yeah. So um, one thing I've always thought when, when we were working on this was um, uh, that it was very much uh, a combination of, of Dune uh, meets Romeo and Juliet Uh, with the, the Dune has the, has the warring families that are, you know, um, you know, planet hopping, uh, in that, in that case that I think they're looking for spice, but in here they're looking for a, a rare, uh, mineral or, or, or something that they're, um, they're, they're looking to mine. So that's, 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 was an influence for me was, was Dune. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that in the script and especially with how we, how you named the characters and named the, uh, gave the names to the planet and the ore that they're mining for yeah. as well. And, but yeah, I tried to give each each side a different aesthetic. And I can kind of see the Dune thing because I made the environment of the planet very hot, not hostile, but like very expressive of what's going on. So there's a lot of like dust clouds and uh, a lot of just sort of atmosphere above it, like a lot of clouds in certain scenes. Uh, just to sort of give it that atmosphere. And I guess Dune kind of has that going for it as well. So maybe I was taking some inspiration from Dune subconsciously. Yeah, there's this project. Yeah, there's lots of uh, desert, dusty um, planets in, in Dune. Um, so let me ask you a question here. Um, as having the concept for this and the, and the main ideas for this, um, what did you think about uh, the way that the, the the panel descriptions were written for you? Because I tend to be, I tend to be a bit of a uh, a minimalist when I when I write uh, I write panels. I, I generally a little bit about where they are, who's there, and and what they're what they're doing. It's it's certainly not uh, Alan Moore level uh, description. Um, do you think that that was beneficial to you to to kind of have the idea first or uh, did it not really matter in this case? I think it did. And I think your scripts are always sort of freeing to me when I start to draw because I like having that control over what details are in the page. Um, I mean, that's how we started out with like all the uh, the Easter eggs and stuff, all the symbols that came into play throughout our our first three short mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. And uh, this one, we have some of those too. So this one does take place in our shared universe as well. Um, 
this is uh so this yeah so i i like having that because i am i am someone who likes to control the details but i also like how flexible you are with the panel numbering as well so you mm -hmm. might write a page with like you know seven panels on it and i might come back to you and i'll be like uh, how about we do it in six or something like that or i have an idea of how it might work in six and you're totally cool with that um so you write your scripts like you know with a like with great story beats and you and with great um you know with with like the the dialogue that needs to be said it's very like utilitarian about like what information needs to be given off through the visuals and what information needs to be given off through the dialogue and then um then it just sort of gives me you know the the run of the mill with my imagination and when in this case all the cross hatching that i do you know to fill the pages up so yeah, I guess maybe yeah. I've been I've been very lucky with that sort of uh, that style that I have because all the the artists that I've worked with, uh, even with maybe at times very limited sort of uh, direction, it it tends to it tends to work out that it's either in some cases almost exactly what I was picturing or very 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 close to to what I was picturing. So so it's it's working out pretty well. Awesome. Um, so let's, let's do this. We've, we've, uh, we've done a lot of, uh, reviews in the past where we've talked about, um, nine panel, um, pages. Yeah. Um, page four here in our story is, is a nine page panel. Um, why don't you give me a little bit of a, a breakdown on, on your thoughts here? Um, I see a couple of things, but I'd, I'd like you to, to start off. Yeah, let me, yeah, well, that one I chose again, I was talking about how using the panels, um, to separate the two sides. Mm -hmm. So each, um, so the, the, the first three panels on the top page show how the, the sides and what's separating them and, uh, but also what's separating Romeo and Juliet. And that's what the center panel is the center panel across down the page is about mm -hmm. so what's separating them is their war and that's symbolized by the the guns firing off in the center page i guess on the the second panel on is uh just the gun pointing down it's ready to be fired um but the last two center panels are, are the guns firing so the i wanted to do something like that where i had set up the previous two pages where down the middle it was split and on each side was each side of what um, it was either romeo and juliet or each side each warring side this one i wanted to do the same thing but just with the down the center mm -hmm. showing the violence that's separating them or the war that's separating them um that, yeah that was what i was thinking about with this page i also was watching um one of my big inspirations for this page was uh the movie wind river there's a great standoff at the end with uh with a large group of two people and they're just out in the middle like you know just facing each other it's a very old style western standoff but it just explodes into something just insane that like the rest of the story hasn't hasn't seen so i wanted to do something that emulated that where it just it was like one inciting incident and then all of a sudden it just exploded so the last four panels are i guess the last uh five panels are just all just that explosion and that like uh that energy that i wanted to let out 
Also, uh, this was one of the, I, I was drawing the thumbnails on 11 by 14 pages. Now I draw them at different sizes, but I drew this one, these thumbnails at the actual size of the actual page. So instead of uh, just using it as a thumbnail, I really liked how the thumbnail turned out. So I just drew over the thumbnail. And uh, so this one right here where it ended up where the thumbnail and the comic page itself were the exact same thing. And I know it's not thumbnail supposed to be a small drawing, but I decided to do it really big. So, but it felt, I liked the energy that was in the pre preliminary drawing. So I went with that. Yes. No, uh, actually, um, that's actually what I, I see with it. I, I see the, the separation. I see the, the two sides and the division. And again, the, the, the middle is, those those three center panels are, are are separating. So I that's that's a really one of my one of my favorite uh, design pages here. Yeah, I also it's uh I, I tried when it, it just happened while in the editing process, but they're not all. It's not your typical nine panel page mm -hmm. um, where each panel is the exact same size. Um, some of the ones on the sides are a lot smaller than the ones in the middle um just to condense and keep the keep it sort of close quarters and keep it uh i guess that there's one thing that's intimate in this story it's this page and how close they are and how but how violent they are towards each other so i wanted to keep that it, i mean i wasn't completely deliberate it just sort of happened while i was editing but i, I kind of liked how it turned out how tight how tight it is and again going back to wind river that movie, the the one fight scene it has is very tight and very close, and it's it adds this great uh, explosion on screen, and I, I kind of wanted to emulate that again. Wanted to emulate that on the page. Yeah, and uh, so you also have a uh, a pretty nice uh, spa uh, splash page here, which is is which is page eight. There's a uh, there's a lot of. Uh, action uh and destruction here um is there any sort of uh different process you go through um doing a splash page as to uh a page that uh is got uh got descriptions and giving you like uh panel layouts i think um not really because excuse me we've done two splash pages in our time collaborating with each other we did one on oryx where it was just the monster mm -hmm. and uh and he was illuminated by the black hole opening up behind him and then underneath him was uh the the main the, one of the main scientist characters and uh the zombies that the monster created uh coming out of of him and uh that one and this one are very similar in the sense where I wanted to create natural panel borders so that mm -hmm. there is actually a lot going on on this page, almost like if it was separated into panels. So there is, there are panels. They're just hopefully invisible on this page, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, so there's like, I guess you could say the the jet on um, the jet bomber on the top is sort of a, is sort of its own panel and the, the explosion, the tank exploding behind them is a, is its own panel and uh, it's sort of framed by uh, Romeo's mech and Matt, Romeo even emerging from his mech is, is within his panel and Romeo and Juliet, I mean, and her wreckage is sort of her own panel as well. And uh, 
hopefully the the smoke and uh, clouds of dust sort of coming up acts as uh, sort of the the panel borders and the also hopefully the what leads your eye around the page and leads you off the page. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it's like uh, it's it's one it's one image, but it 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 definitely has like at least four beats to it. It's sort of like. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's action, action, like consequence, consequence, like, so even with it being a, a splash page, you were able to, like I said, you were able to put like four beats in there. Um, so that's, I think that's, that's a pretty great uh, design there. Yeah. As opposed to like that, the Oryx splash page, which was just like two beats. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, this one was fun. And uh, for this one, I was looking at a lot of, um, uh, I was looking at a lot of, again, well, for this whole issue, I was looking at a lot of Watchmen. So mm-hmm. I was looking at a lot of how um, Dr. Manhattan moves through Mars and how like great, how great David Gibbons draws his dust clouds in that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was looking a lot at the, uh, at uh, Night Owl's dream sequence when him and uh, uh, he has the dream of uh, him and Laurie being in the middle of the nuclear Holocaust. So I was just thinking about that page in Watchmen is like, I think it's, uh, um, it might be 12 panels on the page. And it's just, there's just so much action going on, but it's silent. So he can get as much action as he wants out of it without having to worry about letters or anything like that. Um, But again, sort of taking inspiration from that, I wanted to pack the page full of action like that page almost does. Um, But just in one, big uh one big uh master spread i guess yeah okay and uh then you could you could talk about how we were just out with the splash page was it was it just because we needed another page in there was that why you wrote it in or was it uh you know i remember um i i i'm pretty sure um that my memory is correct here i think that might have been a decision you made uh, yeah, I think um, I think it was going to be like uh, the end panel or of of one page, and I think you uh, you asked if we should sort of extend that um, into into one sort of story beat, um, if if I remember correctly. That sounds like something you may be brought up, but we can argue about that offline. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, do yeah. you have any uh, do you have any uh, uh, thoughts on this before we move to to the next story? I'm pretty proud of it. After now that I'm done and I'm looking at it all, I'm pretty proud of it. What about you? What do you What do you think of it all? Yeah i I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. Uh, th- this was uh, this was this was something different. Um, I, I tend to. Um, when I write, I tend to like have an idea and I, I got, I, I kind of like to hope to say, Hey, that's a cool concept. What, what can I do with that? But with this, um, you came to me with the, the concepts, the beats were already sort of defined by the story we were basing it on. So then it was sort of like a puzzle. It was like, okay, he gave me, you know, Noah gave me this Shakespeare gave me this. I got to sort of like fold these together to, to, to get it to 
to get it to uh, to get it to the end. So it was different, but it was it was definitely fun. Yeah, it definitely was. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more stuff like this. Maybe if they do the anthology again, doing like a Macbeth story, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, uh, Macbeth in space. Just kidding. Um, we can do it uh, somewhere else. <laughs> so, okay. So the next story we're going to talk about is a, is a, is another story that's in another anthology. Um, as I said earlier, this is a story called, uh, faith and forever. Um, and it is in the why faith anthology. Um, uh, and I wrote a story from an agnostic, uh, point of view, um, for this. Um, and I did this with Wilson who I had worked with on digital forever. And, uh, I kind of thought, you know, uh, the why faith anthology was posing the question, like, you know, why is your faith important to you? And so I had the idea of using the, the world of digital forever. Like if you had that technology, like, how would that test your faith? So I wrote a story that sort of mirror mirrors two um, two kids that are growing up and they're they're battling with uh, with their ideas and and their um, their beliefs and they're presented with very similar um, scenarios, but they make two different decisions um, at the end. So this was a little bit this was a little bit different for me as well. Um, because this is probably the, the first time that I wrote something in an existing universe and it was an existing universe that I created. Um, so, uh, Wilson drew this and he did a lot of, um, he actually did a lot of marrowing, um, you know, here we, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, uh, pages that, uh, are sort of split screen, um, where the two characters are are doing the same thing, but, uh, uh, coming to different conclusions sometimes. Um, so is there, is there any, is, are there any of these pages that, uh, you want to, you want to break down a little bit? Yeah, it was, it was interesting while you were talking about it, I was noticing the duality of each page and each page sort of has that layout where it's split down the middle and you see both men go through their lives mm-hmm. and both reach different conclusions. Um, again, exploring themes of duality, but also equality, you know, uh, equal life experience, you know, um, not the same life experience, different backgrounds, but, you know, still alive Mm -hmm. and, uh, both coming to different conclusions. So was that something that you wrote into the script was the duality, like the, the split between on the pages or was that something Wilson brought to it? No, that, that was, that was, that was, that was me playing again with, um, what you, what, uh, how your faith would be tested in, in the, in the, in a world that, uh, might have a technology that, uh, you know, makes your belief system or, or, or your faith, uh, um, not really be an issue anymore. Like, yeah, it you... gets rid of the the threat of an afterlife, right? Yeah, yeah. This is what this is the world John Lennon talked about. Imagine. So this yeah. is, you know, that's something. This is an interesting concept, and then Digital Forever does a great job of exploring it as well. Because even the first issue has 
uh, the first issue has the, the personal story with the main character, mm -hmm. but throughout it, you see the global repercussions of this technology throughout the whole story. Yeah. So was it, was it nice for you to come back and do something more intimate and more like character centric than uh, like the first issue? And I'm guessing what the whole series is going to be is that like the first issue introduces so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, because it's you're just showing the scale, you and Wilson are showing the scale and the impact of this technology, like it would be in the real world. It's not going to just be a a drop in the bucket. It's going to be, it's going to make waves. Um, so, but so was this nice for you to just sort of take a step back and do something smaller in this world? Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it it certainly reined me in. Um, where with digital forever um the, the the first issue that was a lot of like like you said earlier it was a lot of like what would be the different reactions to this and this is sort of like this is like two reactions to it and it's one you yeah. know two decisions where um you know uh digital forever the, the the first issue like we were saying was uh playing with like the concept um, for the for the entire world, where this is just looking at it for for these two these two young boys. So it, it was it was definitely fun to sort of um, look at it at a micro level. That is awesome. And when you think the series is finished, and like you uh, release like a, hopefully like you know release a trade, do you think you'll put this story in there? Yes, I would like to. Yeah, I'd like that too. I think this would be a great almost cold opening to the whole series what do you think yeah um this is definitely a lot uh this is definitely more like a, a linear story where um digital forever the first issue plays a lot with uh with the timeline um uh so yeah i, I i'm not quite sure how i would do that um uh, I'm. I may put this. I, I might have. I might put this after um, the 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 first issue because I I kind of at this point like the way the first issue uh, plays with the timeline. Yeah, there's a lot on that first issue, like I said. So this actually, I agree with you. I now that I think about it, it would fit perfectly. I think it fits perfectly now to read it if you have read the first issue. Um. Yeah, I love the artwork on this. Do you know, does Wilson use a lot of like, uh, do you give Wilson a lot of references, like reference photos, like especially on the first page, you know, there's the uh, South American city that's, that's in Brazil, right? Or is that uh, at the top of the page? Um, do you give him reference photos or does he, does he find them himself? Yeah. So no, that was just sort of, uh, again, that was just sort of like a base description. You know, I, I told him, you know, it was, a sort of, a um, an area that, uh, you know, where the people might not be so well off. Um, and then, uh, then I wanted, uh, uh, to split that with a, with a home that's, it's nice of, of somebody that's well off. Um, so no, not, not a lot, not a lot of reference. I know that if we look at the, um the third page um he did a lot of um he did a lot of like modeling with that uh that third panel which is the two boys sitting in the room he he really he really designed that one out um so i saw a lot of the the process there 
yeah, the panel that sticks out the most to me is on the, the fourth page with the priest looking at the empty chair. Um, that was really, that, that was one that, that's got a lot of emotion packed into it. Um, what was the story behind that page? Was that something in the script or was that a uh, collaboration between you two? No, that would have been, that would have been a direction for me that the, um, that that chair, that chair is empty based on a decision that one of the, one of the characters is, is going to make. Um, so no, that's, that's, that's for me. Yeah. I really like that, that, um, that way of conveying information is a very original way, you know, um, not so much what's on the page, but what's not on the page. You know, I really like that, especially when it's in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's great to see that. Yeah, I guess maybe that's a, a, a show don't uh, don't tell moment. Yeah, yeah we're not saying, um, you know, so and so is is not here. We're we're just we're showing a a group of people, and we're we're showing an empty space where, you know, this character may 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 have been, but but he's not. So it's sort of like I don't know if I'm thinking of that right the 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 show don't tell but you know it could oh, definitely been, it is it could have yeah. been very easy for like one of the characters to be like why isn't so-and-so here and then the yeah. other character's like so-and-so decided not to show up and you know so we just sort of we just hit that with like one image instead of you know a bunch of bunch of dialogue there yeah not crowding the the panel with dialogue is a really impactful way of driving home a point or, you know, making the person, make the reader see what you want them to see. Um, especially in something, not, this isn't dialogue heavy, but there's a lot going on in just four pages. There's mm-hmm. a lot to take in. There's a lot of science being explained. So to have something that emotional and that, you know, just here, this is what it is, is pretty like, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a great it's a great tool of narrative to have just you know it's like a step back you know and letting the reader decide like you know letting the reader fill in the blanks like literally and figuratively so yeah i like it a lot okay well i think we've done a i think we've done a pretty good uh, review of these without going into to too much detail because they are stories that are about to be released to the public uh, here in the very, very near future. Um, and I think we did a pretty decent job of discussing sort of um, our creative process, which I hope is, is helpful for, for anybody who wants to partake in a similar, similar project. Yeah, hopefully it is. And I hope then, then also the people who have, done it i hope they're not listening to this and being like gosh these idiots or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. so i think i think we do our i think we do our, what we want and we do it our way so you know yeah i think every i think every uh scenario is different every dynamic is is certainly different there there's probably um you know for for as smoothly as some of our stuff goes there's probably people who do have a bunch of uh, revisions and rewrites and redraws where we've been very lucky to sort of not, uh, not have, uh, not have any of that. We sort of have been very lucky to um, have a meeting of the minds and, and uh, get to things on the, if not the very first try, uh, you know, maybe the, maybe the second try or so.
Yeah, I mean, like, and, and you and I, we just sort of, you know, we're, we have fun with our stories because they're usually shorter and, you know, not much is on the line. Nothing is ever like this, this, this anthology is the first thing that's ever really had like a deadline or money riding behind it. Mm-hmm. So that, that usually that, that frees it up though. Even this one, we were still pretty laid back and worked our way the way we usually do it. Um, even like with something like RX or Oryx or life cycle. Um, but I, I do like, I like our, how we work. It's, you know, we're just guys starting out doing our own, doing our thing, trying to make it. Um, and having fun at the same time. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I will, uh, I'll share um, the first page of uh, Faith and Forever on our, our social media um, because that's already been released as part of the, uh, the, 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 the released pages for, for the project. And I'll put a few uh, images up for the art that we have for, uh, for are you? Um, but I probably won't put as much up for that cause that hasn't, uh, that hasn't really had any, any, any eyes on it anywhere. So I'd like to kind of yeah. keep that, uh, as, uh, as, uh, you know, keep the surprises as, as much as I can. So, all right. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode. And if you could uh, go on to iTunes and give us a rate or review, we'd really appreciate that. And then hopefully it would help others uh, find the show. Um, and like I said, we're going to post some images on our social media. Uh, we're at tw- on Twitter at, at ConstructComPod. We are on Instagram at ConstructingComicsPod. And we are at Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash constructing comics i'd like to uh thank everybody for listening to this episode and we'll be back with uh, another episode uh very soon thank you thank you bye bye